0: This is Frank Dominguez for WDAV's Piedmont Arts. On October 27th and 29th, the Winston-Salem Symphony opens its new classic series season with concerts conducted by its new music director, Timothy Redmond. It's my pleasure to welcome him now to WDAV for the very first time. Tim Redmond, thanks for speaking with me, and congratulations again. Thank you very much. We've spoken for this podcast before, but for listeners who've missed that episode, tell me about your current positions in the U.K. and elsewhere, and what attracted you to come to the U.S. to lead Winston-Salem and the orchestra there.
1: Well, I have a a busy freelance career in in Europe and in the UK. I'm professor of conducting at the Guildhall School in London and I'm currently music director of Cambridge Philharmonic, one of the oldest and most distinguished musical organisations in the UK. But um, I've always loved being in the States and I've travelled here a lot. I've done done quite a lot of work in opera in the US um, and I'd been looking for a position and this one came up and, well... I was here a few months ago, and the
0: orchestra and I really hit it off, and, well, here I am now. When you came for the uh, uh, what they were calling the uh, conductor search season, where they had various conductors they were considering lead the orchestra, had you been with the orchestra before? No. We met for the first time on that first rehearsal, though— The music world being as small as it
1: is, of course, I, I did know a few of the players. And in fact, uh, Simon Ertz, Principal Viola, and I were at
0: college together. So That's wonderful. You know, he's actually visited us here at WDAV because a few years back he played, I guess it was a, a concertmaster or in the violin section of the Western Piedmont Symphony in Hickory, and he had a quartet. Uh, believe they were the Degas Quartet Uh, and so they played in our studios a few times Uh, so that's interesting small world indeed certainly is (laughs) now uh, how will the new classics series season start what's on the program and what should we listen for in the works performed well the big work is Stravinsky's
1: greatest ballet the Rite of Spring piece of music that's over a hundred years old and yet is still as thrilling and as exciting as it ever has been. Um, so that's the main work of the second half. But we're actually starting with Mozart, Mozart and the Hafner Symphony, one of the great and most beautiful pieces of classical music. And then we we switch gear rather with Jennifer Higson's Concerto for Low Brass. Um, now that's a rarity and it's fantastic to have the opportunity to, to put that into the programme. Then I've put in a little extra just before the Rite of Spring to tie it in with the Mozart, actually, and that's a piece called The Representation of Chaos from Haydn's Creation, just to make the point that Classical composers, too, were daring and exciting and broke new ground. So we've got a a nice uh, balance in that
0: particular program. I think I remember from our conversation previously that uh, most of this season has been picked out already. For sure. uh, uh, Since they didn't know who was going to be the music director when they had to start planning for this season. So looking over it, how do you feel about uh, the choices in the concerts that you're going to be uh, conducting? Well, by chance, many of the works on the programme this year are
1: old favourites of mine. So Sibelius' Violin Concerto and Smetana's Mavlasta, pieces I've known and loved for a very long time. Wagner's Ring, I've done excerpts from that many times. And, and we're going to be doing a particular version called The Ring, An Orchestral Adventure. And of course, there's, um, there's some Berlioz in that program as well. And we've got a John Williams concert too. So, I mean, my goodness, I'm lucky because uh, a great deal of this music I knew and loved already. And there are
0: several other pieces that I'm looking forward to getting to know. Let's talk about those. Uh, that was uh, actually one of the questions I wanted to ask you. Uh, what on the uh schedule of concerts that you're going to conduct is new to you and you're going to have to uh, learn as it were from scratch and, and approach in a new way for yourself well
1: in that Wagner concert um, right at the end of the season we've got Lucas Foss's Renaissance Concerto which is uh, for flute and orchestra and Lucas Foss is one of those composers whose music I've known about and indeed known but never got to conduct I've always had a great love for a american music and there are so many composers who i'd wish to program all these years and lucas foss is one of them so i'm really thrilled about that and then with bella fleck coming and introducing his unique sound of the um with the orchestra that's pretty exciting as well though in that concert we've got um copeland rodeo as well which is a which is an old favorite so um Yeah. Actually, we've got the Beethoven concert as well, which is the Fidelio Overture and the First Symphony and the Mass in C. And I've done the Mass and I've certainly done the Symphony, but the Fidelio Overture. Now, that's an interesting one, of course, because Beethoven never stopped writing overtures for that particular (laughs) opera. And uh, the Leonora Overtures are are quite widely played. Leonora number 3, particularly. So I've never actually got to conduct Fidelio Overture before, though.
0: I noticed that there are a couple of holiday concerts in December, Will you be conducting those? Yes, I will.
1: Carolina Christmas and the Fox 8 concert. Yes, absolutely. It was um, just by chance I could get over that week and... That's exciting because we, we we reach a really, really big audience with those concerts, and it's really important for me to meet the community, but also for, for those people who don't always get to the regular Pops and Classics concerts to, to, to see the new
0: music director. So I'm really pleased that that worked out. Based on your experiences, what are some of the most important contributions that a music director can make to an orchestra's success?
1: We have the great advantage, the orchestra and, and I, Really getting on and being on the same page, so that makes life really easy. It was a very very happy week of work together and two great concerts, and and so I think we're all looking forward to to to, to do more work together. But the music director is, is sort of the. The leader, if you like, in terms of how things are programmed, how things are played, um, who's invited to join the orchestra as soloists and guests and so on. So there's an element of taste there. Um, And that's one of the exciting things about, you know, for any organization to get a new conductor or to see somebody they, they haven't met before is 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 discovering things together, either old things in new ways or just brand new things. And so I will be introducing music that I'm sure that the orchestra and the audience haven't necessarily heard before. And, and similarly, we'll be revisiting some old
0: favorites. And I remember the last time we talked, we touched upon some of the innovative... Uh, Outreach programs that you've done in the UK. Uh, I know it's early days yet, and you're still uh, sort of figuring out what you're going to bring to the Winston Salem uh, community. But talk a little bit about those outreach programs and and uh, what your philosophy is about that kind of work. I think at the heart of
1: it is making sure that the orchestra is relevant to as many people as possible and reaches as many people as possible, and actually performs with as many people as possible and that includes young singers members of the community young instrumentalists and yes you're right a lot of the work that I've done in the UK particularly with London Symphony Orchestra has been on these really really fantastically conceived projects that involve lots of young musicians and make them feel that this is their orchestra and it's something I really believe in uh, well hugely and look forward to bringing some of that to winston-salem i mean there are various levels there's the there's the outreach projects that involve actually teaching instruments in school under the banner of the symphony which is exciting in its own way but then to see those players progress over a number of years hopefully join the youth orchestra and and then finding opportunities to perform together now the orchestra already does side by side performances with the youth orchestra and winston salem symphony so we'll be continuing that but also finding other ways to involve lots of people and uh, i think it's great because it it reaches new audiences and enables us to play to to play new music and there's a lot of it written there's a lot of really very well conceived music for a variety of uh, levels
0: My guest has been Timothy Redmond, who will take the podium for the first time as the symphony's new music director for the Classic Series season opening concerts at the Stevens Center, October 27th at 3 p.m. and the 29th at 7.30 p.m. Tim Redmond, thank you so much for speaking with me. And let's make certain that this first visit to WDAV is just the first of many. Absolutely. Thanks so much. For WDAV's Piedmont Arts, I'm Frank Dominguez.